People often have a pretty poor idea of how they spend their time, what they do with their life. So I've suggested journaling. On a daily basis, you write down, what did I do yesterday? And what do I plan to do today? Those are the main things. Um, that's if it's in the morning. If you do it at night, you can write down, what did I do today? What do I plan to do tomorrow? And a lot of people don't do that. I've also, I've talked about introspection and how to get better at that. And one of the things I suggested was keeping a log of all your activities in a spreadsheet. Um, and before you do that, you write down all your goals and you prioritize them. And then you take the log of all your activities and you write down for each one, which goal is it working towards? And then you figure out how much time you actually spend on each of your goals and you compare that to what you thought your goals were. And then you're going to see there are some things that you thought were like goals you're working on and you spend very little of your time on them. There are other things you didn't realize that's a goal you have, but you spend a lot of time on it. So that would help you understand yourself better. Anyways, and I think most people are just not going to do this. It's not practical enough for people who are just sort of lazy and don't care about their lives that much, which is sad. Like this is, this is something you could do if you really cared. Like it takes some work, but you can do it. It's not like super hard. You don't have to be super smart to do it. You know, it's reasonably easy. You just have to actually do it. And a lot of people want to do that. So here's an alternative. Do weekly journaling. Put it on your calendar. Literally pick a day of the week that works well for you and put it on your actual calendar and get notifications when you need to do it and actually do it every week. And if you miss it, um, do it the next day. Like actually make it up. Don't skip the week. So the downside with weekly is you're not going to remember what you did in as much detail. You're going to be like, I don't remember what I did six days ago. Um, if you take brief notes during the week, just like really short notes, um, that can help. Also, if you're the kind of person who uses a calendar very much, you might already have like some of your stuff on your calendar. Like if you go out and meet up with a friend, if that's the kind of thing you would actually put on a calendar, that would give you notes. A lot of people don't do that, but some do. Anyways, weekly journaling. You write down what did you do during the last week and what do you plan to do during the next week? And what are some of your goals and how does this have anything to do with your goals? Like, what do you actually want to do in life and are you, are you making any progress on it? And you want to try to make progress every week on some of your plans, some of your life goals, whatever they are. You want to be a in better intellectual you actually have to work on that like on a weekly basis or it's just never going to happen. You can't be like, well, I'll do it next month, maybe. You know, you're not going to get anywhere that way. But it works with other stuff too. If you want to be a better cook, um, you know, practice cooking something every week. Read an article about cooking every week. Do, do actual activities that are going to lead towards being a better cook. Don't just expect it to happen somehow later. You want to learn programming. Uh, you should probably be spending, say, five hours a week at least uh, trying to get better at programming and learn it, reading books, practicing, doing online courses, whatever. You know, and if you do weekly journaling, it'll help you actually keep track. Am I actually spending time learning to program or is it just a pipe dream? And if you're not, you have two choices. Like you can admit to yourself that that's not actually a thing you're going to do. And then you can focus on something you actually are going to do, that you actually like better or want to do more. Or you can solve the problem. You can be like, okay, I haven't been doing programming 
but uh, I, I really do want to. So I'm going to actually put it on my calendar or come up with some new plan. I'm going to set aside one day a week that's programming day, or I'm going to do one hour every morning. I'm going to wake up earlier. By the way, that's a, that's a thing that I just recommend in general. If, if there's anything you care about and you want to be able to get good at or think about or whatever, it can be philosophy or anything else. Um, shift your sleep cycle like two hours earlier and work on it in the morning before you go to work while you're really fresh. So like assuming that you have work or school, like a normal schedule during the week, um, most people wake up and they get ready and then they go and then they get home in the evening and they're already a bit tired and they find it hard to do much. So what you want to do is move your sleep schedule two hours earlier. Um, you could do one hour, but I would advise two hours, preferably. Um, but you can start smaller. Like you can move it like 20 minutes earlier uh, just to get started and then move it more later. And so if you move your sleep cycle two hours earlier, you should then have two hours of free time in the morning when you're fresh and not too tired, which you can use to do whatever is important to you, like learning programming, learning philosophy, reading books, uh, learning art, learning cooking, whatever. Well, with cooking, it might not work great because you probably want to cook like dinners the majority of the time, not breakfasts, and you probably want to like eat them right after you cook them. But with most stuff, you can do it at any time of day, and the morning is when you're mentally the freshest. And your job probably does not require perfect mental freshness for most people. So there, there are two main reasons people don't do this. Uh, one is the I'm not a morning person excuse. Like I'm tired in the morning, I'm not very fresh in the morning. Um, that is not like biological. What that normally means is you don't get enough sleep in general. Which, which is bad. That gets in the way of doing anything important or thoughtful. So if you're just undersleeping in general, there is no time of the day where you're actually going to be very mentally fresh and do your best thinking. So it's going to be hard to learn much. Uh, so I recommend sleeping enough. And if you have trouble finding time for that, you need to deal with your schedule more realistically, like cut things out of your schedule. Stop trying to do all the things you currently do. Uh, you got to give some of them up because you're overbooking your schedule and sleep is getting lost. And then you're doing like a bunch of things badly and not thoughtfully because you're too tired. So you got to get like control over your life. You actually want to have like leeway because there are uh, fluctuations in your schedule. Like there's random errors. Sometimes like things come up, shit happens and it takes extra time. So to properly set up your schedule, you need to actually have a fair amount of free time built into it, like extra time as a safety margin uh, for when things come up that take extra time. And when nothing comes up, the safety margin doesn't get wasted. Uh, you can use it to rest or nap if, you, if you're behind on sleep, um, or you can just use it for anything else. You can read a book. Like You can do something you can do on short notice. There are plenty of good options where if you have nothing scheduled you have to do, you, you can just do this without any prep time. You can just catch up on something you're behind on or do something that works on short notice like reading. Anyways, so not sleeping enough is the, the first reason that people are unable to do much in the morning that doesn't work for them. Second reason is social. Um, they do a lot of evening activities like 
going to dance clubs in the evening, going to parties where they stay up late. There's a fair amount of like nightlife stuff that happens overly late at night and gets in the way of waking up early. So one option is just to do that stuff on the weekend and uh, sort of change your sleep cycle between the weekend and the weekdays. And that's not perfect, but people actually already do that a fair amount. Like they'll, they'll stay up late on the weekend and wake up later on the weekend than when they have to get up for work. And then they get up earlier on the weekdays. So it's not the best option, but it's possible. Or you can think to yourself, okay, what do I care about more? Uh, these social events or being a thoughtful person who's capable of learning things and has mental energy available for that. Like, would I rather use up my mental energy by partying and not being able to wake up early? Or would I rather use it reading a book or learning a skill? So that's up to you. It's a lifestyle choice. Just try to be honest about it. Because don't pretend there's no trade-off. You know, don't pretend, oh, I can just have everything. Um, you, you have to make choices about what you prioritize and what gets more focus. So you can have some of everything, but you're going to have, have less of some. And so you could have like mostly learning stuff and do some social stuff, or you could have mostly social stuff and do some learning. Um, but don't pretend you can just have tons of both. You're not going to have tons of both. You have to pick. You only have so much time and energy and stuff. Anyways, um, you probably don't even really know very accurately how well you're doing at all this stuff and what's going on in your life. So weekly journaling is a simple, practical thing that you can put on your calendar, um, schedule this, and actually do it to get a better understanding of what you're doing in your life and whether it's uh, fulfilling your plans and your dreams and your hopes and aspirations and whatever or not. A lot of people think they don't need this because basically they're on a simple life path that's like society already figured out for them which is frequently school or career. So they're like, well, of course I'm making forward progress. I go to work every day and I have a career. Or of course I'm making forward progress. I'm attending university. I'm working towards graduating. And then after that, I'll be able to get a career. Um, if that satisfies you, if that's all you want in life, you can do that. Uh, just admit it to yourself. But if you're listening to this podcast, you're probably not that kind of person. You probably actually want to learn some other things on your own, on your own initiative. You want to have some projects in your life that are not just what the authority told you to do to get by in life, not just this thing where you're going through the motions. Um, and there are some people where like they really like their career and they're really interested and they learn about their career when it's not work hours and they're not being paid and so on and so forth, but that's not most people. And if you want to be that kind of person, a lot of people fool themselves. They pretend, oh, I really love my career, I'm passionate, I care about it. I do it outside work hours, blah, blah, blah. But if they actually journaled every week, they'd see it was like three months since the last time they did any skills development outside of work hours. So don't fool yourself. If you actually care about that stuff, um, make sure you're actually doing it by weekly journaling. The best day for people to journal on, on average, is Sunday. It, um, it separates your weeks because like people think of Monday through Friday as like a week. Um, so you, you generally don't want to split those up. Like if you journaled on Wednesday, it'd be a little weird. You'd be like, okay, last week I did the end of the previous week and then the weekend and then the beginning of this week. You know, that's not going to work great. So Sunday tends to be the best. Friday and Saturday night are where people like party and they stay out and they're busy. 
Um, whereas Sunday, you have to wake up for work or school the next day. So you, uh, you have to actually be home like Sunday evening, basically, to some approximation. So Sunday evening is frequently the best, but Sunday morning or afternoon also fine if that works for you. It's just you're more likely to like go to go to a barbecue or something and then actually be home Sunday evening at some point. So it varies by person, but if you're not sure, try Sunday evening. Um, and if you miss it, uh, just make up for it on Monday evening after work or school, assuming you don't do it in the morning. Monday morning would be a good time if, if you have time, but if you don't have time, you can do it after after stuff the end of the day Monday to make up. Because sometimes you're going to be busy on Sunday. It's a weekend. Sometimes you have plans and you're out all day. Um, but it's the best time to try to try to do it by default. So Socrates said, the unexamined life is not worth living. If you do not, on a regular basis, examine your life and you know write about what you actually do, then you have an unexamined life. If you really find journaling hard, if it's not working for you, if there's some problem, um, try doing it with uh, with voice, like with the equivalent of a tape recorder. Get a voice recording app, get a microphone, you can use your phone or a computer, and talk. Um, explain, sort of like a podcast, what you did last week and what your goals are and what you plan to do next week and how it has to do with your goals. Just basic stuff like that. Um, if you just say it all out loud, you will get 80% uh, of the benefits of doing it in text, something like that. Like, it's pretty good. It works pretty well. Okay, because the most important thing is putting stuff into words, like actually thinking it through, spending time thinking about what, what you actually want to say, what you have to say, what the, what the situation is. Like, you have to think that through, and you have to put it into actual words instead of just, like, vague intuitions. Um, verbalizing it, making real sentences uh, helps a lot. And you want to, you don't just want to have the sentences in your head. It's much easier to fool yourself and go too fast, like, like rush through them and think they made sense when you didn't really think about them. Um, but if you actually turn them into words and you get them out of yourself, out of your head, uh, that is what's really important. So talking out loud to a recording, even if you never listen back to the recording, uh, works a lot better than thinking it silently. And then actually writing it down has some advantages, but some people are bad at writing. They don't like writing. Uh, so if it's not working for you with writing, just do it with voice. That is okay. You get most of the benefits. Um, if you want to be an intellectual who's good at learning things, you want to get pretty used to text. Uh, you want to learn to read and write, but talking, talking is a good skill. You can work on that. You can start there. It's fine.